One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore as a Jeff Hurst. The Trevor Brooklyn and Billy Bones. A Paolo Gagano. A West Ham United. We celebrate our victories. We stick together. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. It is season 10, it's episode 42, and yes, I am back from the Cotswolds. Um, I'm sure you gave me a hard time last week. I heard from Nigel you didn't read out my question. You uh, mean you, you didn't listen of... to it? You didn't, as per, like every link I send you that you don't read, you don't even I'm listen a busy to your person. own. But look, we're all busy. Get, all right, all what happened busy, last week? What happened? I bet you gave me a grief and abuse on, on the um, podcast. No, it weren't too bad. No more no. than you got last night over WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, well, at the moment, it's just you and me, Len, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Should we sing a song? Uh, no, no, John. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. It all goes to pot when we don't record on a Monday. No, John. Uh, he's got a meeting with an air conditioning engineer. Um, why you'd have a meeting with an engineer, air conditioning engineer? In the evening? I don't know. Um, and George can't make it because he's babysitting his own baby. So that must mean his missus must be going out tonight. Uh, so he's looking after Jessica. And, um, and Nigel. Well, we might get Nigel back a bit later, but he's on the phone to Virgin. Because um, he's lost his TV, so he can't watch Emmerdale. Uh, so this could be the shortest podcast in the history of more than just a podcast. Did you put a question there, Sean? Uh, I, I'm going to write one in a minute. Anyway, yeah. I've been Sean. Uh, Len has been... <laughs> Vague. What's your prediction and let's go? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose we better talk about the game. And, and I'll write a question. So let's start with you and I can write a question on Facebook. Oh, let's um, start with me. It was like watching Brazil, wasn't it, Len? Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Five changes. Everything. Yeah, yeah, it looked like they've been playing together for, well, all season. Beautiful stuff. Like you say, five changes. I think it's stunned Burnley as much as... Obviously, um, I I, I did slightly know before, but 
decided to play the game and not releasing it. Um, Mark Noble um, actually was substituted against Chelsea with a calf injury. He never recovered from that. He didn't train. So we didn't know he was out. Um, Obonna has picked up a small um, hamstring, uh, grade one. Could be back or should be back. Depends on you believe. Uh, for Everton, but that was him out as well. So five changes, two enforced. Uh, obviously, um, Craig Dawson back in the team off his suspension. Uh, but the real surprise that caught me out, and I, you can say it, Len, Mikel Antonio caught me out. I was told yeah, by my senior source he, he wouldn't be back there for a few go. more games and he wasn't training. Now, either that senior source sold me a pup or someone sold him a pup. Well, they know how much you'd like to pay for a pup. How is your puppy anyway? It's, ever oh, so it's all right. It's did, all right. You, did you post a picture up on the Facebook? I did. Yeah, yeah. I did post a picture oh, up. It's a little sweetheart. Yeah. It's getting quite big now. Oh. But yeah, you were sold, definitely sold the pup, weren't you? I don't think they liked you. You know what? It was a great pup to be sold. Um, because it was a nice surprise when I was told just before the team came out, I went, nah, nah, it's got to be wrong. And, and a few people had told me, Antonio's starting. I went, nah, 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 he's not starting. And it was a lovely surprise. So I, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised. And didn't he play um, well? Didn't he play well? And, yeah. and I'd also been told, um, you know, Lanzini was starting. And, and, uh, and, you know, we say a lot of things about Lanzini. In fact, on, on the Facebook group, sorry, on a, on a WhatsApp group, someone said to me, and it's, actually this is a different one, this is a, a racing one. Uh, you, know, you know the, um, the guy, Simon Keane, who owns Cotty Tony. Cotty Goal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he said to me, uh, and I told him he was completely wrong, um, he, he, he praised um, Lanzini. He says, uh, Lanzini will score tonight. I just know it. Um, Nigel said, Lanzini, you've got some faith there. And he said, I've never lost faith in Lanzini. He's an absolute brilliant player. Um, and I put, Nigel put, put before knee injury, BKI. Um, and then, then I said afterwards, he's never been the same player since the injury. So, he proved us wrong, didn't he? Simon was right. Simon was right. He uh, he was a man of the match for me. I don't know what um, you thought. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, I've seen him play this position before. before. I think it might... I, I can't remember who was a manager at the time. I think it was a way at a Southampton game where he replaced Noble. And his command of the midfield and his reading of the game was really good. I thought it was as good as Noble's, but with more forward passing. So I'm surprised it's waited. It's been a couple of years since he's had another go to do it. And he's done it again. I think people expect him to be such a, a flair forward attacking player. I'm not so sure with Lanzini, to be honest. I, 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 he's got a certain amount of... I like him in that noble position. I thought he always made a good... Um, a deputant, and now he's asked the manager a question because he's his. I mean, it's his last year. Well, his contract your mate, his, yeah. your mate Tonka spoke to Hugh yeah. earlier, 
and he made a really good point. He said, how do you drop a winning team like that? After a performance like that, how do you change any one of them? He said, because otherwise you're telling them that it doesn't matter how well they play. They're a second-rate player when a, you know someone else is fit. And he's got a slight point there. Yeah, he has got a good point. This is what's so good about the team this season. Moyes has installed whatever it is that's been installed, just a, a new togetherness and just a ethic there hmm. that's gone right through the squad. It's, it's shown in dividends. And I suppose what you could say is, would if he did make a change, would the person who was put out the... Uh, team sulk about it and think that's his chance over I'd say no mm. so maybe this is sort of the type of how about Ben Rama then sport. you know we've we've both said stuff about Ben Rama uh, and yet here's a guy who was fasting you know he's he's um he's practicing Muslim who's obviously observing Ramadan only been on water all day and, and Moyes was asked about it I think Diop is also a Muslim but for whatever reason, is not practicing Ramadan. Um, didn't eat, um, obviously. Only had water, trained in the day. And what performance he put in. <laughs> it was like a different player. Uh, I, I saw him always still criticised him about consistency and everything. Um, and he was allowed to stop after sundown to um, the referee allowed him. It was agreed between the two teams that he stopped for a, an energy drink and a, a, a something quick to to eat not, not an omelette or anything i think it was <laughs> something in a squeeze it was omelette and chips by the side. <laughs> a breville um, yeah lovely wouldn't it you know a little dinner there and little candles and stop to have a little snack but no uh i thought that was good um but, but, but what a game what a game ben rama had yeah not bad good i mean uh, apart from the stupid jokes Complete, completely. Right. Hang, hang on, Nigel. You can have your time in a minute. Go on. <laughs> ben Rama looked completely. Uh, no, Burnley looked completely shocked that he was playing. He found himself actually. Whoever was over that 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 left hand side found themselves with so much room. And I thought Ben Rama took advantage of it wonderfully. It, it just everything played into our hands, and even though it looked like. Um, um, Lingard had a bit of an off day. Um, ben Rama seemed a little bit more on. We just got, we just mm. got the Algerian. I mean, did, the Algerian got really close to scoring. I had, I had um, money on him to score his first goal at any time. Oh, you lost your money then, didn't you? I that lost my money. He got really you close. Said though. Took the money off you. So, Nigel will come in in a minute. What, what else? Let's talk through the game. Um, uh, we, we've talked through a couple of the players. Uh, let's talk for the game. Let's, let's, obviously, we concede. Um, penalty penalty for you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a clumsy so, challenge. Well, it kind of had to be situation. made. Yeah, a little bit. God, I mean, he was going for the ball, though, he was wasn't he? he? Yeah, of course he was. It was just, it was, it was, it was a just bit a too bit static. Of a clumsy full of One of them. That was all. So, um, Antonio... Um, obviously answered in quick succession. Two good goals. Great header. Great second goal. Um, yep. Lined up by 
was on that Ben Rama. Yeah, Ben First Rama to Sufau, wasn't it? One. First one was, was Sufau, cross, yeah. header. He's almost Second got as ben many assists, by the way. He's one short of assists on um, Cresswell, and Cresswell has the most assists in the Premier League. Who's Sufau? Sufau is one short, yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Great. That's a good game Great. as well. And, and, we should have had more, though, shouldn't we? We had a lot, 11 shots yeah. on target. No, in the we first should half. have. We, we had a lot of the action, a lot of the goal math efforts, and we should have had more goals. It just wouldn't come, really. It just wouldn't. It, the, we, I mean, there was one, and I've seen a clip today. I don't know if you've seen it. If not, I'll send it to you, where there was 15 passes before. Yeah. Before. No, I've seen it. Yeah. It's a shame we couldn't get no, it we in. We scored from that, then, did we? The 15 passes? No. No. Oh, fucking waste of time, then, wouldn't it? <laughs> you always have to spoil things, don't you? It likes to bring you down to earth. That's all. Ooh. Before we go to uh, Nigel, who disappointed yesterday? Lem. What, from the team? Yeah. Sean Murphy. Not talking to no you, you bloody. You only me. watched snooker. You didn't even watch the game. I don't know why we're coming to you, Nigel. I did watch the game and the snooker at the same time. All right, you can't do both. For me, um... I'm not really sure anyone did. You you wouldn't say Diop was a little bit of a liability no. again? Almost yeah, but listen, look, uh, he's been looking that way for quite a while. And yeah. I wonder, uh, the, the, there's, a, there's a player there, but I wonder if he needs to be a little bit further up the pitch and out oh. of a defensive unit because he's just... I mean, I saw him at the Spurs game when we beat him the first time in the stadium. He had an outstanding game. And it looked like he was sweeper just in front of the the defence. I'm not sure if he was, but it looked, it worked out that way. He had a blinder. And at one point, he went straight through in the middle, one-on-one one with the goalie, and I thought he was going to score. So maybe like Declan Rice, maybe he'd be better off somewhere toward the midfield. Options galore, Sean. Options galore. Yeah. Options galore. Well, Nigel's decided to join us. Um, apparently he had problems with Virgin TV, which I'm sure he's going to tell us about now. Who watches TV anyway? What, what do you watch on TV? Football. You got Woody's box for that? Yeah, I know, but... You're a bit quiet. Can you talk closer to the microphone? Is that better? No. No? No. Hold on. You've Is that better? we got the... That huh? sounds a little bit better. Yeah. It's just a bit quiet. Hold on. Uh, you're a bit quiet. You are a bit quiet. It's all right. you're quite loud anyway. Well, generally I am. People, you know, like to tell me to tone it down, but um, I can fix this. Yeah. So I will fix this now well, while I talk. Yeah, all right, we'll go back to Len. Um who was your man in the match, Len? Is that better? Oh, that's yeah, it is. perfect. See, I told Who you. Who was your man in the match, it. Len? Before we go to Nigel, uh, my man in the match. I think I'm going to say Sufel. Yeah, yeah. Not Lanzini. Just over, just over Lanzini. Just over I'm, Lanzini. I'm going to give it to Lanzini. Even no, though... that's fair enough because he yeah. did come in, uh, and you know, how? Yeah. All right, you swayed me then, Lanzini. <laughs> you so easily swayed. Nigel, did you watch the game or did you watch the bloody snooker? Because all you kept on going on about all day Sunday, snooker, snooker, snooker. 
No, I watched, I watched the football. I had the snooker on the telly, and then when the football started, I put the football on the telly, and then had the snooker on my mobile phone. Okay. Who who won snooker then? Selby. It was a close game. Okay. Obviously, I was cheering I, I, for Bingham up until you didn't get a clue. I said, if Bingham had got the final and won, you would have had a story. Why? Because Bingham's a Basildon boy from the Sports West Ham. Oh, is he? So I keep you see, I stopped it. watching snooker back in Dennis Taylor, and uh, who's in his seventies now, and uh, uh, Steve Davis. And, and oh, right. I was like, yeah, I was gonna. Well, do you know what? We used to know Jimmy White. I'd, we'll tell you a story about this if if uh, John was here. We we used to Jimmy. He's White still alive. Up, Jimmy White was a local lad. I could tell you some stories about Jimmy White. So you know. give us some tooting, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, but he lived locally. Yeah, well, he, he lived locally. Do, he? he lived in in Wimbledon. At some point, he either lived in Chesington or um, Serbton. That's where people go when they got money in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he used to he used to come down our pub. We used to drink at a pub called the what used to be called the Academy, and then it was called the the Cap in Anne. But it was the Academy at the time. Sounds like West Ham. Yeah, the Academy. <laughs> and then Cappy use, use, we used to. Anyway, he'd only just. I think he just made it as a, a big player, snooker player, and he used to come down and uh, he would play people for pool to hustle them. Not the hustle them, but, you know, oh, you can play a world champion, or I don't know if he'd won the world championship there. Never uh, won it against, in his career. Oh, didn't he? All right, so you can win someone who almost won the world championship um, at pool, and, like, he'd take 20 quid off you. It, it, you know, if you can beat me you uh, win 20 quid. If not, you pay me 20 quid. And he'd, he'd be there uh, taking 20 quid, which went 20 quid was a lot of money, by the way. Uh, that's my story about Jimmy White. Snooker you explained story. it so well. All those <laughs> people that never knew what hustle was, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Anyway, uh, it's, it's, it's not a snooker podcast. It is a football podcast. Um, what did you make of the game, Nigel? I'll tell you what, Moyes, changes, mate. Moyes is, uh, uh, surprised me with the inclusion yeah. of Lanzini and Ben Rama yeah. and, and and leaving out a Bowen. But you can't yeah. fault the man, can you? I mean, one, it looked an attacking lineup, and two, it did. boy, did we attack. We did. Um, a great performance away from home. Eighth, I don't know if you've covered this, it was our eighth. Uh, away win in the Premier League, which is, I believe, now I, I most, haven't covered that, but I, I've I've done the it most, with you, but you're yeah, right. the yeah. most we've we've had in a season. So, I, the the I mean, Ben Rama, all he needed was a goal, and I think he still needs Agreed. that goal, and he keeps looking for it. There, sometimes the camera will pan to Moyes after Ben Rama would like over it across and you could see Moyes look away. But what they don't show you is Moyes doing the same when all the other players did that. Yeah. So. It, it seems to be quite harsh on Ben Rama in the, in the post-match interview. I was well, saying it perhaps, earlier. but what it might do is it might drive Ben Rama on. It's man management yeah. now, isn't it? So what we've got is, we, well, undoubtedly, we've got a gifted player but he just needs sometimes his decision making at the last minute in the middle That's of the exactly pitch. Exactly what Moyes says is about his decision making. Oh, did he? Well, I didn't watch his interview because I put the yeah. snooker on. So uh, when he gets the ball in the middle of the pitch, I think he's fantastic. Around the box, the last killer ball. I know he's got a few, 
um, assists, and he can he can cross the ball well, but he does lose it or, or misplace passes and not put through. But that's possibly sometimes he's attempting to thread the eye of a needle with his passing. But you know, he he's, he's, get, he's getting better. And the, the thing about it is, is you know, a lot of people will be saying, oh, he's not achieving anything. Is he, Have we bought a dud? Well, I don't think we have. He'll grow into it. He's still young enough. Yeah. He'll get better. Next season, I predict he'll be even better. I just, yeah. I'd, if we got a penalty, I'd bloody give him the penalty. Just get your oh, goal, really? mate. Just to give well, him a goal. Yeah, just to, obviously, if you're winning the game, you know, so just just to give him a goal. To, because yeah. I pen think, take him by Chris Woods. I mean, can't, I think I think Fabianski got. A yeah, I think Chris Wood made a meal out of it. I mean, he got his obligatory goal against West Ham as Sky had bigged him up before the game, and and Chris Wood duly divvied. Um I'm not sure, you know, it, yes, it was a pen, but do you know what? There's a bit of me that thinks Chris Woods ran into him rather yeah, than... Yeah, he could have stayed on his feet. Suchek hung his leg out. That was the problem. It, it was a pen, you know. Uh, you, you can't argue with that. So it was good to not have any contentious VAR decisions for a change was, to, wasn't it? to moan about. So all in all, uh, you know, a really good day at the office, Sets yeah, us up nice. Ten. Well, how many how many shots do you reckon we had? Twenty-two. That's right. Actually, know yeah. that mm-hmm. he watched the game, Sean. Yeah, I know. He didn't count them. Come on, he did not count twenty-two shots. But I'm good enough. Um, how many on target? Four, wasn't it? Four. Yeah. Oh wow. A fifty-five percent possession for West Ham. Mm. Forty-five for Burnley. That means they had eight shots, that, three on target. We had twenty-two. Four on target, so maybe not as clinical as we thought it was. But no, I tell you what, a lot of those twenty-two clinical. shots were quite close. So, That's so what did what you think? We've got to learn to be that. The one thing is, yeah. and this is what I hope Moyes will stress to him. And I think you may show that I've not seen his reaction after. If so, if he was frustrated, is that what you got to remember is we're playing Burnley here now. If we're playing better teams, you've got to be clinical. And and you got to treat the lesser teams like you're playing the bigger teams and be clinical to them, because they'll if you, if the um, it builds your confidence getting shots in on target, putting the ball away, scoring goals, and it builds your confidence. So when you go out against the likes of well, not so much Everton now because they're falling away, but if we was playing you know Chelsea or whatever next, they would build more far more confidence. Because we should have beat them four five one all day long. That's yeah. the only criticism. Got to be yeah. more clinical. Got to be more clinical. And anything else say about the game? Antonio's impact. I mean, very unlucky not to get. I mean, the hat trick. I mean, it was easy. He hit his own leg with his left leg. I mean, there was. Well, suggestion. he was showboating a bit, wasn't he? And he I was. Think, Apparently, I think he was trying to get one, a yeah. perfect hat trick by calling us scoring one with his other leg or something. Well, yeah, well, you got left foot, right foot, Edda. Um, but trying that... Do you reckon flick, he was doing that? I think, no, I think he was trying to do the, the fancy behind flick and he flicked it onto his own leg. If you're going to criticise, you say, you don't do that at 2-1, you do it at 3 or 4-1. But at the end of the day, the bloke had a fantastic game, straight back from yeah. injury. Um, Played the whole 90 minutes, good. I thought, yeah. um... 
do you know what? I think Moyes might have done a stroke playing then. Give him, give him Everton, and then it could be rest him against West Brom. Is it after that or Brighton? Uh, it is uh, we got, Brighton. We've got to look after him. So we don't get the relegate, Saladai. We don't get the relegate, do we, Sam? Unfortunately. He's going to get relegate before then, isn't before he? Before then, yeah. I was gutted about that. I'd, I'd like to yeah. have relegated him. So anything else you want to discuss on the game before we move on? Not for me. Not for me, no. Uh, Injury-wise. We've got to look on to the next one. Yeah, injury-wise, um, obviously, Declan Rice failed his uh, fitness test, but he is really, really got a very good chance uh, to be fit for Everton. He's, he's telling people that. He told a number of people that. That um, was chat. Uh, I don't think he actually told Hammers Chat that, but he he, he has told other ask. people um, that he'd be back for Everton. Uh, so that would be good news. Although, going back to what we said earlier, who do you drop? Um, it might seem a bit unfair. Um, and um, uh, who else is injured? Uh, I, I'm not sure Noble would be back. Um takes a little bit longer for him. He's not been injured that much in his career, has he? But I don't think he's going to be back for Everton. No. Masuaku still out. He he could be fit. So I think, um, you know, all the ones that matter will be back. Um, Ogbonna should be back. Um, you know, he's going to only miss one game, possibly two. Um, so he should be back for um, Everton or if not Brighton. Um, so you know, we've got all to play for for the running. Um, the the only story I want to talk about because I know this will wind up Nigel because I know you missed me last week. Um, you, you remember my famous story about using transfer market um, to, well, to look at valuations? You do it a lot, so I don't know about a famous story. I think well, that I was decided yes, on the 1st of May, actually. on the 1st of May, May Day, yeah, I decided to run a story, and the headline was Hammer's Summer Transfer Kitty could reach $111 million. Did you read that one? Where would I have read it? On Clarence and Hugh. No, I didn't. Oh. Well, <laughs> it, it did make a bit of a splash on Twitter, even though there was a social. So what what I said was, um, we've been offered 50 million, or, or David Moyes has been offered 50 million transfer budget. He's also almost admitted that by saying, you know, when he was asked whether you buy Tammy Abrams for 45 million, he said, we won't pay that much for one player uh and the press said to him why is that your whole budget and he said yeah around that so he's he's pretty much admitted it so what i looked at these are the people that could be sold and some of these you'll go so it's a diop uh philippe anderson uh michael antonio manuel lanzini alfa masuaku and Yamalenko. Now, the price of transfer market has on these. It's a Diop, 16.2. Philippe Anderson, 13.5 million. Mikel Antonio, 10.8. Uh, Manuel Lanzini, 9 million. Arthur Masawaku, uh, 6.75 million. And Yamalenko, 4.5. Now, usually, transfer market's a bit low. Do you think we can get anything close to the, the prices quoted on transfer market for those players? And would you let any of them go? Would you keep any of them? 
Which ones would you keep, Nigel? I'd keep Antonio. Would you? Yeah, I would. As he is 31, right? I know he did really well yesterday. I'm just trying to be a bit level-headed. So, hold up. Um, so you're telling me that he's just had possibly his best season with us when you think how good he has been. Yeah. So He's got hamstrings made of cheese, ah, though. So, no, so you can manage him. Yeah, yeah well, you've got it. He's, he's a 20-game Right, so you don't sell player. him. You bring in a player that will support that position, i.e. the likes of Sam Maximum, Triore. Okay, fair or enough. Or someone like that. Um, that ilk that, that plays this in the same type of way. Because it's no good going out there buying a, a Haller type of player. At the end of the day, Haller... You know, is getting goals. By the way, on sale today, a layer of scarves and four pounds at the club shop. If you want to oh, grab one okay. quickly, no, you aren't. Um, so you know, it's not worth buying a player of that ilk because we know it's not going to fit in with this system. You know, why has Jesse Lingard scored more goals than in in this short period of time than anyone else while he's been at the club? It's because yeah. he actually fits in well to that system of breaking from midfield players with pace, with a shooting ability. So that's the type of player that we've got to target. Um, Len, twist, uh, buy two decent young strikers in or buy one striker and and persist with uh, Mikel Antonio next year. Mm. Well, Really, it's down to whatever Moyes wants to do and whatever becomes available. All right, but, but I'm putting you in charge for the second. What would you prefer to do? Stick with what you know or bring in two new, ugly, raw replacements? I'm not saying was the Moyes, right or wrong answer. I'd just bring one in because I wouldn't like to, to make too much of a change. Yeah. That's okay, just my personal... Oh, Yomalenko, four and a half million. Stick or twist for you? Oh, twist. Oh, really? You think for the the small uh, amount of money, price. it's not worth He is a high earner. I think he earns over 100 grand oh, a week. We won't get any for him. Even when on the free, just get rid of the wages. Nigel, no. you're Malenko? I think the time's up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. He has shown some brilliance against Everton. Yeah, yeah. Remember that game? Yeah, so yeah. What are we going to do? Yeah. Pick one game. It's like saying yeah. we've had really good games at the London Stadium. And I go, and go on then, and you go, right, well, Chelsea yeah. the first season. I, I like uh, Armelenko personally. Yeah. Yeah. Matsuwaku, right? Some some people go, he's, he's not a left back. He's a left midfielder. He, he has had some good form. Nearly seven million. Would you take that? Would you keep him, Nigel? Masuaku, yeah, I'd keep him. Yeah, you keep yeah. him. No. Len? Yeah, I'll keep him. All right. Mamo Alenzini, 9 million. Now, I think before yesterday, we'd have said, I would have said sell. Are you still selling, saying sell today, Nigel? Lanzini, uh, I, I would, if... If there was a replacement lined up, um, what I'm not in favour of is selling players to get funds in, but without having the players lined up to come straight in. 
Okay, fair enough. So it, it, I know it's a, a fine line, but Lanzini, we know how good he is as a player. Yes, he yeah. hasn't been like that for a couple of years. Could he get back that to that level? Yes, because he's still young enough. Was he, was he putting himself in the shop window yesterday? No, I just or think he's cynical. He, I think he was being a bit cynical there, yeah. Len, stick or twist with Lanzini? Mm, it's your question. Um, I'd be tempted to stick it yeah. in regards to what Noble's situation is. You know, he might not. Yeah. I mean, he looks ahead of Noble all of a sudden, doesn't he? Yeah. So, in nah, for nah, that he reason, had a good game. otherwise you're going to be a little bit wholesale two years down the line. Two more to go. Now, I know the answer on this one, and I think the this is where transfer market go completely wrong. Philippe Anderson, 13 and a half. So, would snap people's hands off for that, or does anyone yeah. believe he should be given a second chance? No. Nigel? Do you, do you know, <laughs> we've not... Did Moyes play him? Yeah. He did, didn't he? Yeah. And he didn't really do a lot. No. No, so then, yes, Sel, move In on. fact, I think he let Moyes down. I'll go that fast. Because like that. if you look at the, the, the Anderson that played when he joined under Pellegrini, I think that Anderson would fit well into this system. Yeah. Um, but So what happened to him? I mean, he, he can't even. He can't, he don't, can't defend. He can't, we need him. He can't get into, he can't get into Porto. You know, he hasn't. He hasn't. Uh, I don't he's think he's been no on the bench since Sean. February. Huh? That's what's wrong with him. He's got no bollocks. You know, he was. I, I saw a picture no the other day, and uh, he had these um, boots on, which I thought he was injured. But apparently, that's what they have compression ice now at home. Um, and I thought, train. He hasn't. He hasn't even been on the bench. Never loaned bloody play. He hasn't been on the bench since February. Just because an agent wanted him out in Portugal. I feel sorry for him a little bit. Right, anyway, last player, probably the most controversial, and the one with most value on transfer market, 16.2 million. We bought him for 20 million. It's a Diop. Made a mistake yesterday. Not, not his first mistake. Um, he's obviously the youngest of all those players, which is why he's got more value. Nigel? It's a deal. No, I, I, no, I, wouldn't, sell I wouldn't sell him. I, I, he's not a he's bad prone defender. He's mistakes, though, isn't he? Well, a lot of defenders. Alvin Martin was prone to mistakes. I hate to say it. You know, yeah. Tony Gow was prone to the odd slip. You know, Bobby Moore fell over a few times. You know, did he? he look, Bloody well, hell! No, oh, no. He, he started flying, mind. Oh yeah, all right. I know I'm being a bit harsh, <laughs> but don't forget, you know, 1973 against the Poles when he slipped, and you know they scored. So, you know, even Bobby and, and at the end mixed, of his career, right, well, I'm being harsh. Is it experience, um, or uh, I guess he's still learning his game. I'm, I'm probably answering my own question here. Um, is he ready to be a, a regular um, Premier League centre-back, is my question. Well, at the end of the day, he's playing for a team that's fifth in the league. And he has been playing. One could aren't argue, though, only when, you know, who would have imagined that 
that this year our two centre-backs are the two oldest ones. You know, our first and second choice are Bonner and, and Craig Dawson. Again, Craig Dawson. We didn't talk about Craig but Dawson. But Diop's, Diop's game. played a lot of games since Bonner got injured, yeah? Yep. And what we're still Craig sitting Dawson fifth. Had. I'm not knocking it. Hold up. You was talking about Diop. Don't. Yeah, yeah, you do, yeah What yeah. you're doing is finger-pointing again, yeah? You've got this bad habit where you, you're sort of losing it a bit and you go, oh, but look at them over there. Talk about Diop. We're fifth in the table with Diop playing a lot of games. I can't yeah. see why we're looking to sell him. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, just mention Craig Dawson. Craig, Craig Dawson, that one off the line, I forgot all about it. But what, what a clearance that was. Well, he, it was um, quite easy. He's, he, he is, his experience shines through on games like yesterday. I thought he had a really good right? game. Um, anyway, um, is there anything else we want to discuss before um, we go to question time with either you twos? I've been sent a text. It's quite oh. funny. Oh. By the way, Thomas Suchek is going to win Hammer of the Year. Hands down by landslide. Why? Because you because you done that your poll. I've, I, I did vote Thomas to check on that poll. I thought he was check, not poll. <laughs> yeah. Boom boom. He got fifty fifty two or fifty three percent of the vote. Um, uh, Rice second, like twenty percent. Then uh, Vladimir uh, Sufal, and then and then it was uh, Jesse Lingard. Uh, then it was um, uh, poor old dog pondering way back, and then Cresswell, and no one else really got a look in. Um, Funny the you should say that the Suchek. That was a kids' uh, magazine in, when I was a kid. Not Suchek. What was kids' magazine? Looking. Hey, I remember looking. <laughs> Always had a free gift, didn't it? it did. Anyway, that's lost you, isn't anyway. it? Anyway, you were talking about a text. So, yeah, so a friend, good friend of mine, Stevie Mac, sent me a text. He said, you thought you might find this interesting. So this is what someone has said on Amazon United. Bear with me. It says, from the last accounts, 2019-20, the loss before tax was $65 million. That includes a $25 million profit on players sold, operating loss of $90 million. So apparently only one... Premier League club made an operating profit in 2019-20 was Newcastle made a three million. This this is very confusing. The sales of the bowling generated 8.7 million, which was including in West Ham's accounts. Not taken privately, as you all seem to believe, and no special dividend was taken. It was just reduced the overdraft. Owners, this is what I like. Owners have spent 411 million in the last five years on transfers. We are the seventh in the net spend table. To be clear, only six clubs have spent more than us over that five years. The move from the bowling has generated no increase in match day revenue, uh, still $27 as it was in the final season at Upton Park. It's put current debt, excluding debt owed to the owners, is $56 plus the $20 overdraft, plus the emergency loan to Michael Dell at 9%. So $196 externally. Who is this from? Oh, this is someone on Amazon United. Right. The There's owners, a lot of in- inaccuracies here. Yeah. The, oh, he says so the owners are put in. Get this. So two, and the 54 million the owners put in. So 250 million total is the debt. 
those artifacts, he says. And they proved that the owners have not milked the club. And they have done the opposite, put money in, 54 million, he says. The only money they've taken out has been interest on those loans. And in addition, they will be personally, jointly and severely liable for the debts if the club cannot pay. Michael Dell debt will be converted to shares and therefore ownership of West Ham if the default is put. That's how the Elliott Group got control of AC Milan. But you lot carry on with your ignorant rubbish, ignore the facts because you don't like them. Well, which is interesting. Some of it has got some truth. I mean, the the whole moving to the London Stadium, you know, it was an exceptional year the last year at the Bowling. Yes. You can't take that as a... In fact, you only uh, got that because it was the last year. Because if it weren't yeah. the last year, it wouldn't have been that figure. It would have been a lot I less. always say, look at the second to last year and the second season. So yes. both were exceptional. Being in the first season was exceptional. Uh, at the London Stadium, being in the bowling was a uh, was exceptional. You have to take second to last year and the second year in the, uh, and 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 there's about twelve million difference. Um, you know, the owners have loaned about fifty four million, uh, but they've taken about twenty million out of interest and are still owed forty five million uh, in those loans. Um, which they continue to take, obviously, interest. Some of those loans are actually from companies like David Gold's company, and I've talked to you about David yeah, Gold's yeah. commitment recently. Um, so there's some half-truths in there. there. There was a really – do you listen to Price of Football by uh, Afrin Kieran? No. There's a really good question on this week. I mean, there's been so much, obviously, in, you know, the, the Dirty Six and mm. what's going on at Swindon and everything. And a question came in from a supposed West Ham fan. And the question was this, are West Ham the worst run club in the Premier League? Uh, what do you think, Ni- uh, uh, Nigel, what do you think Kieran answered? I I'm, I would think Kieran answered, and bear in mind he's a Brighton fan, so he's got no reason to, whatever, to say that, no, we're not the worst run football club in no. the league. And actually, if you, <laughs> they were talking about, and the examples they gave was, Losing money on Alaire, that we only sold Alaire. This is how people get sometimes. We only sold Alaire because we couldn't afford to pay his instalments. We sold him to pay the instalments. Yeah, not true. Because we couldn't afford the instalments. It's not true. Um, we sold him because he was rubbish and we cut our losses and we couldn't believe someone would pay 20 million. I don't um, think that was quite true either, but still, um, carry on. But anyway, the what he said was. It depends what you call badly run. If you're talking about losses, um, he said, he did the calculation on his spreadsheet. He said West Ham are the seventh Premier League to make the biggest amount of losses, right? He said, if you're talking about losses, then Man City and um, Chelsea make so much more losses. You know, it's not about making losses. If you can service the debt, it doesn't matter what your debts are. It doesn't matter what your losses are. You know, there is no way a Man City or Chelsea would ever be sustainable. So how much losses you make, how much money you borrow. If you look at Liverpool, right, or Man United and the money they borrow, you know, or you look at, I think, Burnley with its leveraged takeover. I think Liverpool was a leveraged takeover, wasn't it? Which means... You you borrowed money to buy the the club. put in the company, yeah. 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 And they put the debt onto the club. 
Yeah. yeah. And of course, you've got the, the, these calls about Man City and no, the Glazers, uh, United same. and the Glazers. So, no, West Ham are not the worst run club. And he no. was asked to ask what the worst run club is. Do you know who he picked out? Uh, Newcastle? No, it, w- it wasn't a Premier League club, or it, it used to be a Premier League club. Wigan? Blackpool? No, Sunderland. Well, oh, yeah, okay. to be honest. I'm bad. Uh, as, <laughs> so as, be careful what you a, wish for. As a keen admirer uh, of, of what goes on at Sunderland, um, they, they're they on to another owner who now looks about 21. And But he's welcomed because the owners that bought them when they were doing Sunderland till I die turned out to have no money whatsoever. Yeah. So all the fanciful things that he claimed. You have a point there, don't you? I mean, Kieran has a point that that West Ham, we live in a West Ham bubble sometimes. There are a lot, you know, we're showing here where, you know, Man Man United um, really coming against their owners. We're we're not alone. But this is the thing with this big six, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going GSB in at all. Or whatever, and, you Ooh. know, my reasons for GSB out for whatever. But why, you know, the, the, I would never take part now in a protest to drive them out. And I'll wait for them to go because, you know, nature will take its well, toll. It is one a story. Point. <laughs> it is a story. No, but hold up. But that's, that's the only thing on my side. And I know it's yeah. a thing, but th- that's the thing that at some point, they will. They will have to go. This is going to be a funny thing, right? Um, cool. you, you're aware of what Chelsea have announced tonight. They're going to have yes. three supporters yeah. on the board. So we could, could have a situation we where Wissa Sue Sue Watson is on the board, right? Uh, um, what's his name from Hammers United? Yeah, anyone. Crack on, don't need to name people, but all right. Bubbles. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of who else. Geo, by the way, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Grant. <laughs> he sent me an email but, to this morning. But, but there, there is, the, the government have announced there's going to be a fan-led review of football clubs, and they're going to look at different governance models, including the German model, where they can own a percentage but, yeah, of but the football that's club. Yeah, but that's all already. I, and this is the thing. I don't yeah. think that the fans own 50% of the clubs. I think what they do is own 50 plus 1% of the voting rights. Oh. And, they, they, and there is a thing, and this is a thing, and it's not all clubs, yeah? Leipzig are not run like that because they're owned by okay. Red Bull. I think Hoffenheim are the same, yeah? A, a lot, I think the older clubs are, are, are run in that way, but it's been done from the original setup. I'm not sure Wolfsburg, because Wolfsburgs are still bankrolled, I think, by Volkswagen. Um. My German friend will uh, can chip in with a text later to me um, about that because I have been asking him questions and, and trying to get to the bottom of area because I don't think that works over here. And the fact is, is that because that was done when the clubs were set up and it was enshrined in the rules, you can't have bit private business people like we've got owning our football clubs and then say you've got to sell half of them to the fans or give up you know control of the club to the fans oh but we're only giving you you know a fraction of what it's now worth 
because they'll take all their money and go. And there is a problem. And this is a thing that I'm finding now is football fans. Football fans are being empowered with all these protests. And some of the sky reporting of it, I think, is terrible, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Completely unfair. Yeah. And, and, And what it is for me is that football fans now have always wanted to have their cake and eat it. And and sometimes when I try and point things out, put your feet on the ground, as you say, is trying to point out you can't have it both ways. You can't demand our owners go out. You know, people were complaining. You run a story, and this is where I go about the damage you do, Sean. You run a story about 50 million plus player sales, and there were people complaining only 50 million plus player sales. Yeah, I know. Yeah? So we get all that. And then doing that at the same time, where they're, they're rallying against the people. The reason why those six went off to form a European Super League was because not, yes, because they wanted more money, but because they need the money to run mm. the football clubs. Mm. Because yeah. what they've done is they've overspent on players and agents and everything and built and run it off of debts and the debts need paying. But mm. football fans still demand more, more, more. Of course they do. Yeah. So let me yeah. ask you a question. And then we'll move on to questions. Chelsea are going to put three people on the board. How would you choose three people to represent? If West Ham did the same and followed suit, right? There's three fans on the board, you know? How do you choose three people fairly that represent everybody? You can't do that, Sean. There is no fair way because this is a problem, yeah? So how we do you get choose? How, will, how will Chelsea choose? Well, if Chelsea say they're going to be elected, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Actually, it will be interesting to see what uh, how they do it and do they go. Because the, would you, the would thing you is, stand if uh, if uh, West Ham depends for on the cri- depends on the criteria, Sean. I don't want to be part of the Football Supporters Association. And no, 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 no. Why. Let's no, just no, say you're no, an independent but, elected body. Well, an, an I, independent fan can stand to be a fan on the board. Yeah, probably. I'd look at the criteria and see what what I thought. Well, if you do, I'm standing against you, <laughs> mate. You get less votes than I, I think you'd be in beer. You know, let's face it. When we both stood together on Whistler, I got double yours <laughs> votes. And we still got more than anyone else. <laughs> we still got more than anyone else. So yeah. I'm not being big any there. But if you want to stand against me, you know, I don't think it's really going to affect my uh, my voting share. But however you pick the criteria, this is the thing. The club have gone down the road, road now, setting up this independent supporters club, and it's allied with the Football Supporters Association. But however the Football Supporters Association, who votes for them? They have votes every year. Yeah. They've yeah. had the same I, I, fucking I think chairman you, you can't choose for 15 from, years. Yeah, you've got. it's got to be an independent vote from all the supporters. I still think there'll be apathy. I don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, we 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 could talk forever on. But what this is, this is a sop to videos. a movement at the moment. This is not a long term decision. Now, I would rather wait and go and 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 see. And this is the thing that I'm worried about: this fans led review. You know, I've I've drawn up my own bullet points for a, for a fans review because that's what realistically every well, fan should do. Have you not read do. the terms of reference? So, well, no, I haven't for the committee. What to draw up the fans' league review? No, there is. There is a commit. There's a terms of reference published last oh, week, right. the week before. 
I'll send it to you. See, it's all a bit rushed to me, you know, and this is the thing, you know, with a a review like this, you you need, because my brief or my bullet points attend to the fact that I'm a match-going supporter. So when you're looking there, I'm saying, I don't want football played on a Friday and a Monday night. Every Premier League game should be on a Saturday or a Sunday. Yeah, I don't like no. the idea of you drawing up bullet points, Nigel. Why? <laughs> yeah, no, what are you doing, George? It, it basically every fan should put down what they all want and then submit it. So I've just, I just drew up, you know, a, a list of things from the Premier League to the FA Cup and the League Cup. How I think, my, what my personal point of view is. I'll, I'll put it out there and, and people as a discussion point. But that's how it should be, isn't it? Look, mm. I'm, I'm not. As as you know, when when the Burnley thing happened, I'm not. Look, I'm I, I won't condone what happened on the pitch against Burnley in 2018. But isn't it interesting? You know, I was labelled as one of the crowd because I was in front of the the um, director's box with with John and George um, and coins. We weren't coining. We don't. I was actually filming. Actually, uh, the, the security people knew exactly what I was doing. I was filming it all. And then, funny enough, the FA. I put it on YouTube, and the FA and the Premier League took it down. Even though I don't know how they own the copyright because I wasn't filming the game. I was filming the crowd. But anyway, um, when that happened, right, there was no violence. I certainly didn't see um, anyone cut or flares being thrown and everything. In the papers, we were called vile scum. Went yeah. all around the well, world. Hold vile hold scum. Up. Let's get this right. We do know that coins were thrown. We do know that stuff was thrown into the director's box. Was it? Oh, uh, oh, actually, there was. You're right. You're right. I one I can tell you, you now. Know, I was there right. as well, Sean, watching it. You know, yeah, I, I know, know you what were. I saw. Um, I didn't see. I, I saw scarves being thrown, but you're right. The coins. I didn't see anyone throw them, but I I, I did see the the reports by um, Trevor Brookin and other people. Oh, did you? Yeah. Anyway, the point I'm making is Manchester United, right, broke in. So trespass, criminal damage. You know, they broke in. They cut a guy. They cut a, a security. They cut a security guy's face with, with a broken bottle. I think they threw it at him, not glassed him. Two police injured, one slashed with a, with a bottle as well, the other one in hospital. Uh, they threw flares with no worry that burned the, the bloody temperature of the sun with no concern about where they were going. You know they where they were, they were frying them, though, at? You know what they were the, frying them, uh, at? The empty director's box. No. <laughs> the sky box. Oh, were they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not that funny, is it? It it was dangerous. But here's my point: vile scum. West Ham were called West Ham fans, but some of the media, even the Premier League, said we can't condone this, but we understand fans are thinking strongly about this. It almost reminds me of Liverpool, you know, always yeah. the victims, never their fault. Suddenly, Man United are sort of vaguely sort of being praised for standing up for no, football. No, I'd see. This is the thing. And, and the you... media sort of lapped it up. They didn't want to criticise Man United fans ah. for protesting. It, you know, it was, it was almost shown. like West Ham fans vile, you know, um, Man United fans 
warriors of the people. That's that's the sort of impression I got. No, because it's the context. And what you've got to look at is that we were protesting against our owners for moving us and for the lies and everything and else. they were but protesting just one. against their owners. I don't know. Yeah, but they're part of a six that tried to destroy the Premier Yeah, but they're League. not protesting and for their six. They're, they're uh, grabbing uh, 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 on an opportunity. No, but this is how it's being portrayed by the media. This is how the media get round it. Yeah, yeah, but it's Because wrong. it's part of the big – because it's a cool celeb now. You know, Never. the likes – the likes of Gary Neville get to sit and tell us how wonderful it is, all these Never protests the and Premier League everything. game been postponed because of fan action. I know. Look, they weren't, they weren't, you know, they were outside the Lowry Hotel and they stopped yes. the team bus. They stopped yeah. the, you know, this is direct action. The, the FA rule book says if a club fails to control its fans and the fixture doesn't go ahead, it's uh, the free points are automatically awarded to the other side. Now, that won't help us because they go to Liverpool, right, uh, rather than Man United. Yeah. Uh, the Premier the rules League. Is rules. Huh? But rules are rules, aren't That's they? That's the rules, but they won't Premier, be League, Premier League say it, it contradicts it, say they can't be held accountable. Um, and that their thing is, well, you know, they're... Um, you know, they can't, the, the, the police uh, See, had it, a, a, it depends how they deem. Did the fans the outside the Lowry... agree to postpone the game. Did the, did the fans outside the Lowry stop the coach from leaving? Apparently, yes. Is, right. Is See, reports. this is the thing, because the Lowry is about two and a half miles away, three miles from Old Trafford. So it's out of the remit of Manchester United Football Club to control. Yeah. So therefore, and, and therefore they the could use that. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, but it gives an gives the Premier League, yeah, an out into mm. not giving. But, but points. also, COVID red zone was breached, yeah. right? Yeah. And they could, have, and they said they were checking because they could have been sharp objects left on the pitch. Yeah. You know how could you proceed? When well, West Ham, I Tesco's don't know if you remember this. Because sales of four-pack had gone through the roof by the looks of all yeah. them. When West Ham had this, I don't you remember, even though uh, the stewarding was outside our control, we still got fined £100,000 no, by the again, FA again, a year no, later. Your finger what will happen to Man United? Well, I hope they get fined. Nothing will happen to them. I don't know. Do you Nothing know what? They're that. toothless. There will be no points deduction. No. There will be a very limited fine. It will probably be 100000 the same as West Ham. It will be a little tip See, on the this thing. is a funny thing. And the, and because the, what you're the doing, Sean, will get nothing up. either. What you're doing now is you've just labelled Liverpool fans. I don't like this. Uh, we're always the victim. You're playing the victim card now. I'm not playing the victim. You are because what you're saying is, oh, they did this to West Ham. No, we got labelled no, to this. No, I'm just it, talking it about Liverpool like playing field, Nigel. Oh, I you, thought we not, were right to be saying what is she saying? He said that a precedent has been set. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. All these media outlets with the, who had the last couple of weeks have had the faux outrage about the Super League. They've had their own little Super League for years, yeah. and you're seeing it with these fan protests. Arsenal were even leveraged to sell the club through Sky Sports. Mm. You saw it. Yes, yeah. It's uh, uh, this just a joke. We just everyone's playing. I mean, I know you question me on WhatsApp, Sean, about because I, I do support the green and gold campaign that the uh, yeah. that Man United fans do, and I, I, you know, it's a pity we, you know, I don't know what other colour we could choose. You know, I've often well, uh, thought Oxford we should. Blue. 
Well, for me, I've often thought that we should have all black scarves made and just have West Ham United um, uh, scarves in black and white to show that the West Ham we support is dead. Um, and this is like a new West Ham. Uh, obviously, you know why United fans use green and gold, Sean, didn't you? Because that's the original uh, um, kit that they From wore what when team? they were something else. Newton Eve. Newton Eve. So, that's it. So... There is something there, and I and I get it with the Man United fans that this a lot of it as well is built up from the way they bought the club. They weren't a club that was in debt. They are a club that's in debt. The Glazers have took more money out of Man United than our owners probably ever will manage yeah. to. Um, so anyway, we're we're on the hour mark. I forgot to ask you, where are you? I'm in my shed. Anyway, just, we're on the hour just mark. Just say so quickly thought, that the speed I'm going with this sticker book, it's gonna it's gonna take me another end of the season of podcast to get to the end. I'm I'm only on the Newcastle. Anyway, it's time for this. It's Facebook Twitter question time, where you, the eight listeners, (laughs) get to ask us. Twitter, it might be. Why? Well, I didn't put a question up. I'm on strike. I did. You didn't, you muppet. Why? Why? I'm on strike. Well, Lento, oh, I forgot you up. got shit, didn't you? I asked, I asked him to do it. I forgot, but yeah, yeah. sorry, Nigel got shit. I fed up with all the complaining. Oh, Nigel's come boycotted. on, be more thick skin. Nigel's boycotting. Listen, down, dear. it's only a podcast. Nigel can boycott question time. Well, if why you don't like. you just read out the questions that you want to read out and don't read out? Otherwise. No, because I don't do that. I'm not, do. I'm not falling for your thing. I read out every question that's in front of me. Last week, people, I did a deal with George, 90 minute podcast only, which bearing in mind, we know George loves an hour. So to get another 30 minutes out of him was brilliant. And I want to keep them involved and everything. And you've got to keep it good for them as well. Because they've got busy lives as much as we all have. They haven't got time to sit around for three hours while I read out the same question and have fun with you lot. Well, yeah, I've so. put a 150 character limit on questions this week. Right. You have to right. characters. That's Marion Williams out. So you don't have to do him. Uh, there's 26 comments. Right. Well, let me go. Let's start with Twitter today, yeah? So, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Mark Reaper has asked, or we call him Kevin, I should point out. Uh, please ask Sean, is there any truth in the transfer link to Genoa striker, chronic masturbator? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, should, I should read these first. <laughs> uh, Dan3160-4340. Uh, has Sean had his Southampton ticket email yet? Uh, uh, I wouldn't be able to do that because um, uh, we're talking about what's going on yet. with Southampton actually. Because bearing in mind, we've got three weeks till the game. Yeah, the, Nigel needs to make plans. Sean. Yeah. Well, what did the little what? fella say? Do you know what the, the main reason for this is? Um, 
the, the Premier League hasn't actually uh, voted on it yet. No. Oh. Um, but they will do. Um, Dan3164 said about the Southampton email, he said, any truth West Ham are scouting Asian players such as Chu Cock, as we know it's a big market for <laughs> revenue. Um, no. The women's team's on a slide, Dan. I don't think we'll be looking at her. Um, have we done they, the women's They've survived, team by the way. They have You'll survived. be glad to know. Yes. No, I know. By the skin of their teeth. Um, yeah. Although I hear... I hear Birmingham are going to get a points deduction for fielding an eligible player. Anyway. Don't matter. We're above. It's Birmingham. It's Bristol City's that uh, at bottom of the table. Last time I looked. Uh, no, the, the, the league will be a poor place without Bristol City. I'd, well, actually, I just wanted to say thank you to well, the- <laughs> no to three people because. Sean pointed out this week that three people had thrown some shekels our way on a, on a thing that I knew nothing about until Sean put it in because we were all surprised. And one of them I'd noticed was Stuart Ling. So, Stuart, you threw some shekels our way. Thank you very much. Um, I don't know what we'll do with it, but we'll, we'll probably figure that out later. Um, and, and I, just, I'm not going to tell. Hold up, hold up, stop there. Go on. I'm Go not going to tell people where they threw the shekels or whatever because I'm not in this for money and I don't want to encourage no, no. people to do it. I just want to say thank you. I think Palumi was right. another one and there was someone else I didn't see the name. So it, it is humbling when people do that and, and say the nice things that they and You're right. We haven't advertised it and, and yeah. people bung us a quid. Yeah. Uh, and I think we've earned over the last three years from this, we've earned, 23 pounds so but we do appreciate it and we will yeah. we will have a drink but I just uh, Stuart's name's come back. up and i noticed it was him so thanks a lot Stuart. he's put uh oh he's put here we go he says sorry for doing it on here but he's he's on a facebook ban he's in facebook jail old Stuart, naughty boy oh. uh fantastic win last night great individual performances Diop coming for a lot of stick in the first half, but came back strong in the second, put in a solid performance. I think we've done this. Would you keep me in the sun or cut your losses? You've already heard what we think there, Stu. He thinks he's one for the future. Has all the attributes, so do I. It concentrates and lets him down, but he's still young. But I hope it uh, continues with us rather than elsewhere. He says he thinks he's got a bright future. and always rates him. Thanks for that, Stu. Uh, well in Hammer says, what a team last night. Shackles off two discussion points. Ben Rama should be encouraged to play more of the sexy 15-yard killer passes rather than the wild shots. And well in Hammer goes in hard. D up again this week. Amateur balls over his head and lack of concentration are frustrating. Um, Brady out. There you go. Can so, I delete ones over 150 characters? No. no. That was the rules. No. So, Marion, no, no. you, you don't make the rules. Richard, oh, just let me delete them. They, no. they can't follow rules. They can't no follow deleting. rules. We're not deleting. People take In the fact, time. In fact, most of them haven't. Barry right. didn't follow the rules. Belinda well, did. That's why I leave it. All right. Question Audible. from John Goodman. All right, John, how are you doing? Question, he says, which of the current players from this squad would get into the 86 team? Right, yeah. Right, Good yeah. question. Good question. Go on, Sean. 
Um, Suchek. All right, who's he replaced? Are you him? <laughs> oh, see, you're yeah, gonna, I knew you're going to do he's this. Now, <laughs> I, I'm already. Uh, I, I know I, who I, I can, picked I can up give you my answer. Creswell. I'll play Creswell at left. All right, okay. Yeah. Who's he replacing? Uh, George Paris or Stevie Wolford. Joe Suchek could replace. Maybe a bit harsh on him. Alan Dickens. And Dickens. Yeah. Yeah. Did get forward well though, didn't yeah. we? Sort of Suchek. Past old boy. But I don't know if I could. Had a good it, season yeah. that season though, didn't he? He did. Obviously, I'd replace Phil Parks with uh, Fabianski. No, you fucking so just idiot. Google you the are, team of 86. Yeah. Don't worry. Of course I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying you're to look at what positions are. You are. You're a joke. <sighs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, what, what I'm trying to remember where... Um, oh, Mark Ward, right wing. So... Um, Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know you can't move a place right wing for us, can you? No. Well, uh, Antonio used to. Yeah. Um, You're going to pick Jeff Pike, aren't you? I am going to pick Jeff Pike. And you know, I've got Jeff Pike up. Well, you're running out of midfield players for 85, 86. I think Parky only played after Christmas, didn't he? He did, yeah. Uh, Not that me and Nigel know about this subject all of a sudden. Obviously, uh, I'll get rid of uh, Ray Stewart as well. I'm going to play some Sufau. Someone cheaper. Oh, I love it. Uh, I've replaced um, <laughs> Alvin Martin with uh, Ogbonna. No, right. We'll move on because we've gone to move silly on. hour now. Don't make now. you look a fucking <laughs> fool anymore. <laughs> God's sake. Right. So this is the rules, people. I'm opening Twitter. Uh, sorry, Facebook now. However, Can how I many... delete ones over 150 no, characters? No, no, no. However, how many comments there are... Rules are rules. That's what it stays at. Any new comments that come in while I'm reading, 
because of time constraints, because it's 20 to 9 now and I've got things to do. Um, so there we go. So let's go. I'll go. All comments. First up, it's Maid Merian. Over go. 150 characters. Oh, shut up. Uh, In fact, well over a 1,000, if truth be known. No, he's gone. He's listened to my chat with Ian Dale, brave and enjoyable, but there was one question at the end that I would like your views on. Uh, when asked who was the academy player you wish could have had long as career, there was no mention of Leon Britton, who had a fantastic career at Swansea. What is your thoughts on Leon? Well, we signed him from Arsenal at the age of, I'm thinking he was 18 when he joined us, actually. He might have been 17. So I don't know if you can say his youth career was was um, he, whether he came through our academy. I think he was a great player. But what you got to remember when he went to Swansea, Swansea were what we would call Division Four or League Two now. Um, but just to show you how good he was, he played in every league with Swansea. I think he's absolute legend there, and he, he did. I think he knocked on the door of England um, once Swansea got into the Premier League at one point. Um, as Chancellor did it's checker though, I thought it was a bit of a nightmare. Political joke. It says, do you think it was ironic that Gary Neville was critical of owners when he was an owner that sacked two managers this season? The first when his team was fifth in the league and now they find themselves missing the playoffs. Well, not only that, is Gary Neville, to criticise owners, also changed the shirts from tangerine to red and black at Salford. Uh, tangerine. Yeah, so Salford, when he bought the club, played in Tangerine. I think it's all to do with they might have borrowed a kit from Blackpool. Ah. Um, but, yes, the, 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 the 600 fans that they used to get at Salford before he turned up with his money apparently weren't impressed when they changed the colours. Oh, I've heard this story. So they've done not impressive at all. Yeah, these just goes to show you, isn't it? You know, all, yeah. all this man of the people, Mr Neville Lark, He's put with away shirts now the same as the ones that were on sale at a retailer based in Gerald Bowen's hometown. Can Sean give an update on the club's investigation? <laughs> oh yeah, Sean. Yeah, Are they forgot what was about the investigation. Well? Uh, about Moody shirts. Eminem. Were M&M shirts? A really, really good question. Um, and uh, I need to catch up with the head of retail because, um, uh, uh, yeah. Well, there's a question here later back, which is, means you've got to catch up with the head of ticketing because I asked you something last week and I ain't heard back. Oh, I know. Uh, I know. Was it a surprise that Sean didn't go to Ledbury to pay his debt when he was in cock? Uh... But hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Yeah. He was in Wales. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So, and he's gone, who's the odds on AI, Sean? He's gone Belinda 2 to 1, Auntie Penn 5 to 2, Shedman 3 to 1, Sean 4 to 1, Len 7 to 1. He's got Dodsey 10 to 1. I think that's a bluff. Uh, he goes, but I'm no booking. I, I know who, I know who uh, AI Sean is. Oh, do you? Do you want oh, me to right. reveal it? I know no. you are, by the way. If you're listening, I, AI Sean, I could out you. I could out you. I know who you are. Listen, Dodsey, look, I'll have me pound on him. I'll give you a little small clue, right? It's going to no, be a small don't give clue. Any no, no, no. Let it go, Sean. The first name is four letters long. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, all right. 
Is it Sean? It isn't Sean, no. <laughs> but it obviously means it's not Lyjal and it's not Len. It could be Len with two N's. Nope. No, all right. It's definitely not me. Well, next up, it's uh, the lovely Nanamaskuri uh, herself, Belinda uh, this uh, Evening, peeps. Nothing to say. Happy and wowed at a certain points last night. If that's nothing to say, then you've said something, Bell, and you should have stopped at nothing to say, frankly. See, like a good woman, she says she's got nothing to say, but then cracks on with it anyway. Like Lanzini's new role, Ben Rama was fab. Last 15 minutes were excruciating. She loves the show. Three kisses, one each. I think you're fine. I'll get oh, another one further down. Uh, uh, oh, yes, you do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I meant the thread. Yes. That's right. Dan Perry. Um, that's the bloke out of Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills 90210. That was absolutely amazing last night. Amazing. Let us give Lanzini more opportunities. He thought he was a dream to watch. Cheers, Dan. Next up, this old Dodsy himself. All right, my handsome's how you doing. That's out of the way. Brady out. <laughs> also, Brady over, out. over 150 characters. Uh, Nigel, he says, do you see the irony in the fact that the Super 6 fans now protest in large numbers and our protest, which is down to two people and a flag outside the stadium? He's put, why do you feel our protest groups didn't jump on the bandwagon as the Super 6 protest is about the board's lack of understanding of the fans' needs? which is, for me, at the heart of my anger to Brady in particular. Well... Didn't make Sky Sports, though, did it, our protest? No. Of course it did. No, No, it's talking about the continued ones. Protest. uh, For for me, a lot... if uh, People always deny this, but a, a big chunk of the protest, the upset, was that... The stadium move was a flunk, which we now know, or or we, it didn't. You didn't get what it said on the tin, um, to quote an advert. But then the performances. But I think people were willing to sacrifice that if the, if we were getting. So if if we were having this season, um, the year we of the Burnley protest, there, there wouldn't have been a Burnley protest. And I don't think I'm wrong for saying no. it. No, I think you're right. Len, I'd, what do you think? Because Sean's just going to go no anyway. Um, if this season we're having now, we're dead when the 2017-18... It wouldn't have happened. I've yeah. already said would that. Burn, shut up, you. I'm talking to Len now. Do you think that would have happened? Burnley still would have happened, the discourse. Not inside the stadium, outside it would have, I think. Hmm. Uh, now that we have two vicars amongst us, even though we can't spell but, vicars. By the way, um, I think we're hate up to, to pick you that. up on this. Yeah. But discourse is written or spoken communication or debate, so it wasn't really uh, discourse. Fuck off. <sighs> 
Sorry about you that. Could, you could Father you... Chris what? and all the other you the thing. You usually pick everybody what? up. If they've written West Ham without a space in, you bring them up. And I bring up something that discourse is not the right word do, to do use. Do you know why I bring and, up and you... people when they use Westham instead of West Ham? It's because Westham is an actual place, as but is you West Ham. you bring people up about their grammar, etc. <sighs> the word you were looking for was discord, by the way. Discord meaning conflict do you know why i pick people up on their grammar because i'm crap at it and it makes right. me feel but the word you were looking bit, for it was discord yeah. rather than discourse okay do you know the word i'm thinking of now <laughs> yeah uh, now that we have two vicars amongst us instead of being did called you the eight listeners, last week can we be called the congregation <laughs> well i tried to cut you out totally but i think it was george that, that, that mentioned you I've done really well without mentioning you. Uh, so that's so. Should we be called a congregation now? Good point. Nice. I like that. We are a congregation, people. Yeah, we are. This is my church. Yes. This is my, you know, my Sunday. That is my t-shirt. Uh, Brady out. He says you're preaching to the converted. Brady out. When you're watching the game with all the WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, oh, etc. groups, do you sometimes get totally distracted from the game? And does that do you read in? Well, what the others will tell you is, I'm fairly silent or fairly silent a lot of the time. I don't really get involved in the WhatsApp groups. That's right. Do I? Because I am watching the game or the snooker. Well, you're also watching. Plus, you tell us when there's oh, a goal. Yeah. When before it goes yeah, in, yeah, that is there. There's that which is the real as well, bummer. Which is yes. I'm just going to count how many. You... Charlie Fox. He said a lot of talk about the West Ham way last night. When did this term first start being used, and how do you define it? He's put to me, it's a quick one-touch football on the floor with an attacking mindset. Quickly, Charlie. When did people start talking about it? The day we appointed Sam Allardyce, mate. That's that's when the West Ham <laughs> way made a comeback uh, in, in a big discussion. It came Pers- from uh, Greenwood, didn't it, originally? Personally, yeah. I, well, no, I think it predates him. Personally, I, I think it's whatever you want to believe in West Ham. It's, it's individual. To each, the West Ham way is individual to each individual person. West Ham way for me is not quick one touch football on the floor and attacking mindset. It's like catch twenty two. You know? Not being a tanner. Yeah. State of mind, yeah, isn't it? No, that's that's exactly right. I, I think it it is exactly right. It's different things to different people. Yeah. But ultimately we say what it is. Yes. I mean, could you imagine trying to define what the West Ham way is? Asking fifty people, yeah, you'll 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 get faulty responses. Barry Meikle, given that the board cannot, will not spend more than fifty million in the summer. See, Baz, what you've done there is you've read a story on a website and taken that as gospel was true. And this it is, is what comes back to the damage that can be done. Buy websites true. that report it is true because people then get hung up on that and don't focus on solely the amount of players or the type of players that we want rather just on how much money we've got and is it enough? Excuse me, it is true, and basically David Moyes has admitted it's true. 
Yeah. So it's not just a website. In his press release, in his press conference last week, he basically admitted it was true. Well, uh, Barry's not, because, see, Barry's read that and gone, given that the board cannot, brackets, forward slash, will not, which is not true, is it? Spend more than 50 million. Yeah, of course they can spend more than 50 million if they sell more. He's then gone, should we stick with Lanzini, Anson, Yarmolenko? We did cover that earlier, uh, Baz. Uh, The money we get with selling them won't buy one decent player. Well, do you know what? I, I think and. Moyes is a bit more canny. Uh, and, and he actually said this about uh, Tammy Abrahams. He said, I don't want to buy a player. Can you afford Tammy Abrahams? But that's what he said. I cannot pay foot five million. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my Scottish impression. How did I do? You too bright. Uh, Matthew Kemp. Obviously, Spandau Belly reunions grinding to a halt. He says, evening chaps, fair play to Lanzini, put a good performance. Has he got a future at the club? I think we did cover that earlier. Discussed it. Ian Knight of the Round Table says, evening all. Is it about time that fans have the option of an online season ticket to stream games legally, like a Netflix subscription? Now. Hold up. Brings up. Let really finish it. So then we'll go to it because he's gone. As a Northern Amma, really enjoyed watching all the games full live this season. He said, I would personally travel to games live, as i always done a few times a season, uh, but it's an expensive trip to make. I will still continue to do this regardless, but it feels like clubs, Premier League, TV companies, etc., missing a trick here to sell what I believe would be a popular service. Great night. Great wind last night. And he up the irons, because he's a Northern Amma, obviously. So, listening to my second most favourite podcast after more than just a podcast. Um, uh, Price of Football. Uh, oh, Price, Price of Football. football. Yeah. What, what, and, and this has been in the um, FA, and FA, the um, Financial Times. What um, secret talks have been going on, of course I've run this, uh, between BT and Sky and the Premier League? Because this month... They were going to go and auction off the um, domestic TV rights for the next three years. And they don't want to do that anymore. Now, the reason why is they can see it only going one way. I don't know if you know, but the French TV is co- uh, deal has collapsed completely. The Chinese deal uh, collapsed. And Germany's domestic deal has just been done at 20% lower. They see it going any one way. And even when they bought the domestic last time, it's gone down. Um, BT Sport are now saying what are looking to, to be bought, right? That they're looking for investors. Oh, BT to buy are looking to sell BT Sport. Yeah, they are. Or, yeah. or find investors, whichever way, right? Um, because they've suddenly come to realisation is, well, we're just bidding against each other. And, and while this was good in the, the battle of the broadband everyone's got broadband now and broadly who has football there's only a finite number of football that are prepared to pay a subscription and they're just fighting amongst themselves so what the premier league want to do and it will come back to what whoever just gave this question is they want to roll over so what they're saying is they want to roll over for another year same terms for another extend the deal for another year and don't go to um to auction. The reason why this is important 
is one the current domestic deal exists and we're currently in a three-year deal at the moment, and that will become a four-year deal, it looks like. Unless, by the way, the government come in and say anti-competition, you know, what about, I don't know, Netflix or other online people who might want it, who might cry, cry Crack on, crack on, yeah. Is you can't, you can't, um, clubs cannot sell their rights, and there will be no online and all things while the current deal is coming on. So that's long and short of it is. No, they're going to actually roll over the deal. They like they like the money they get from Sky and BT, and they don't want to spoil it yet. So it's revenue protection. Sorry, that's a long answer. There you go. Yeah, how you can tell people to oh, no. limit to 150 Fuck characters hell. and then bore the shit out of us for 10 <laughs> minutes over something we don't care about? I <laughs> do not know. But it ain't going to happen, right? You're not going to see once this pandemic's over. You're not going to get every game. You're not going to have pay per view. You're not going to have online uh, on season tickets. Sorry, in the future, yes. But in the current deal now. All right. This is a question asked by a listener. He's put <laughs> in light of Amma's chat featuring Declan Rice last night, does Sean think his years of arse licking have been futile? Uh, one, I tried to delete that, so I don't know how you've still got it. And two, <laughs> two, it's from Len. Oh, he's a listener. He's listening. So, like last week, when you ignored my question, I'm going to ignore <laughs> this question because it came for Len. Yeah, but well, I, 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 I ignored your question last week because you weren't here last week. Len has had the good grace to turn up. So well, I you think can ask yeah, me that the good grace. There's 150 characters. But there you go, then. Yeah. So answer the question. I want it answered. Do you think there were them years of arse that can have been futile? When you see the success of, you know. My <laughs> understanding, right? And, and I know you're just trying to bait me into an answer. You're trying to bait me into an answer that will get reported somewhere. That so I'm going to give know. you. Huh? I said that so we my, already know. Already know the answer. <laughs> my understanding is that Declan Rice uh, decided to go on Hammers Chat himself as a personal decision. He did not get it authorised from the club. It was not club-sanctioned. In the same way that uh, the, their um, interview with um, uh, Jesse Lingard uh, is, is through the manage, their management team uh, and has not been club-sanctioned. So um, I, I'm not sure the club has got anything to do with it to answer your question, Len. See, the great I, I will tell thing, you. Yeah, I, I will tell you. I didn't even... Let me just say this. No, let me say this. Let me have my point. We've always been told, right, and and, and fan sites, news sites, YouTube channel, that current players are off limits to us and we've all been treated the same. Um, So it it is surprising. (laughs) If Declan wants to go on, you know, he can't tweet because he's – but but it's, isn't it social um, media? I don't, I don't know about you, but isn't YouTube social media? When did YouTube stop becoming social media? Well, yeah, it is for me, but I mean, uh, I'm still pleased for them. Oh, don't worry. Arthur Masuaku tweeted last night. I don't... Yeah, yeah no, he got oh, yeah. excited, didn't he? Yeah. Good luck to him. That's I don't think I anyone can blame him, though. Anyway, so Amish Chat. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. On next week. I'm looking. <laughs> YouTube is considered social media platform. For the record, yeah, it is. You have a look at officially. YouTube is social media. There oh, you go. Oh, anyway, well, you know, 
complaints Declan, have been Campbell, if you want to come on the podcast, of feel West free to come United on the podcast. Football Club. Just to be clear, this podcast is not social media. <laughs> oh, shut up. You're welcome up. to come on. Not much of a podcast either. <laughs> true, uh, true. Well, it's more than just a podcast. Yeah, I've never figured question, out Lynn. what the frigging hell it is. You're welcome. I'm sure you just I did just it to try and get me in trouble. No, what I wanted to do is just, just call it, I enjoy calling you an arse licker, really. Mm. And I'd like to remind you that sometimes it just doesn't pay off. But it no? depends on your definition um, and uh, your definition of being. Paying off. For me, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to talk to current players anyway, personally. Well, um, yeah. I know you would. I know you've like, got egos, not like me. I don't like to take the. Well, you're a cartoon. Well, it is, it is be funny because I remember the Christmas party that me and Sean were at, and um, who, who was the two that come up to talk to us? I think it was Vaz Tay. And mowed the army. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I must admit, do you know what? I was glad when they walked away. And because I had yeah, no interest I mean, in really talking to them either. But, but did not get Vaz Tay to do a recording for the podcast? I think to say, did. Sean was yeah, all I, over him. I'm Vaz Tay. I'm, uh, come on, you irons on more than just a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we, we went to another meeting, the Sam Allardyce and, and um, Nolan was that. And yeah, Kevin Nolan. Yeah. Every, everyone queued up to have their photo done, except for one person, Sean, didn't they? Yeah, me. No, you was at the front of the queue. I stayed in my seat. I, what do I want my photograph done with that lump of lard for? And he's and he's spawn. So you did a selfie. I know you did. Yeah. Anyway, carrying on. Paul Oakley, our man in LA, says, "All right, fellas." He's thinking that the postponed Man U versus Liverpool game will play to our advantage as Man City will play Chelsea before Man U take to the pitch again and the Man City win will seal the Premier League and give them victory at home. That means one more draw to Chelsea, four more wins for us and we're in, he says. I think he's thinking Champions League. God damn it, I can't handle the pressure. God damn it. So he's been God in America too long. It. God damn it. I was screaming at the TV the other day, if Rice comes back to Everton and if they stay fit, I actually believe we can do it. Oh, the pressure. He's also then says, Len, you've probably read it, he don't work with Pixar anymore. No. He's gone to Epic Games and do art oh. design on Fortnite. Oh, oh that's and right. And he made no, these bad that. boys for the game recently. And he's got... Oh, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. They're very good. Yeah. Um, obviously yeah. modelled on myself... And I like the look of the girl. She's right up my straws. Yes. Talking of which, no, I won't talk about my own studio. Uh, Gary Prince, Sean's mate, says if we win our last four, will 70 points be enough for Champions League? Brady out. Brady out. Quick question. Go on, go. Well, I, I, I think it could be. And I think I have this funny feeling that uh, Man City or Chelsea could win the Champions League and fifth place will suddenly uh, become uh, a Champions League no, Sean, we keep doing this. Yeah. What? How many times do I have to explain it to you? If we finish There's fifth and Man yeah. City win the Champions League, the fifth yeah. place team does not go into the Champions League. 
I thought it did. Five. Can... No, five can go in. And now that happens is the top four go in. And someone outside the four wins it. So Chelsea finished oh. fifth. Yeah. But what Chelsea would happen is the fifth. thing you're thinking of is that if we finish fourth, Chelsea finish fifth and win the Champions League, and then Arsenal win the UEFA Cup, we would have to go into the UEFA Cup. Yeah, I, I know that bit. But I, for some reason, I thought if. Uh... Yeah, well, um, you were goes... thinking. We know the damage. All right, okay. I'm glad I didn't write a story. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Peter Mulholland, another one from LA on that drive. Wow. Uh, the GSB out crowd. Mm. Who do they actually want to own the club? Oh, Yanks, Arabs. He's put, what yeah. is a good owner exactly? Exactly. Exactly. We ain't got enough time. To really answer that, good question though, Pete. To be fair, it does change. I once on this podcast think claimed I don't care who owns us. It could be Pol Pot, as long as it ain't them three. <laughs> but you wouldn't know, would you? I think I've softened now. Uh, in the no, I. I mean, do would I want owners like? I, I would take the Fenway Group. Yes, I'm not sure. I, I'd, I'd be keen on Arab owners or whatever because. That's never been West Ham for me. West Ham's never been uh, for me. I've not supported West Ham to win the title, and and people go us oh, a lack of ambition. Perhaps it is, but that ain't why I support us. So if we never do it, I ain't going to be bothered. If we don't finish Champions League, am I going to be gutted? No, I'm not. I'm no. going to be. I'm going to have enjoyed a bloody good season, and I'll be happy yeah, wherever we finish. Lack of ambition. I don't care if it is. So, what makes a good owner, though? That's a, that's a tough question. Be careful what you wish for. Oh. Reg Pratt, he makes a good owner. Yeah, he was good. Does he? Was he really an owner? Yeah. He wasn't an owner, though, was he? No. He was well, a chairman, you see. You've fallen yeah, into that trap. Who owned the club then? Define owner then back in those days. Because they were well, all shares. Who owned the shares? Reg Pratt was not a shareholder from yes, memory. He was. <laughs> was he though? What memory have you got? Have a day off. <laughs> from memory. <laughs> from memory. He was I thought he was a chairman. See, you've done it the, again, you thought, haven't you? Yeah. Right. Reg Pratt was from the days of the Cairns family, yeah? Uh, Kearns. Well, that was a, Kearns, that's a long you always correct me. era. They the own the shares. Do you know, know Ad you know Reg Pratt? Directors don't automatically become don't, shareholders. I had Reg Pratt get to be on the board. You did tell me this before, and I can't remember. There you go. So, but you thought. But so did he is, own shares? So his dad, Frank Pratt, bought into the club. Yeah, Frank Pratt of right. the Timberyard. Answer Yard me this on that. Of course, they own shares in the club. Yes. How many shares did Reg Pratt own, and where did those shares go? I can tell you. But I can't do it on here. Oh. All right. That makes it more interesting. So, Oh, yeah. Um, it's possible. I, I did have a list, actually. I did have a list that they were... I oh, know, I'm not sure the Pratt family still owned them. That in 2006... Remember, this club technically... Um, never changed full ownership until 2006. When the Icelandics bought us. 
Don't give away too much. Yeah. Right. So Frank Pratt was a timber merchant director. I just told you that. Yeah, we know I, I just, that. Did I not just tell you that? You spend all day, every day, tell us stuff that we tell know. Tell us stuff we already fucking know. Most of it we told you. And you send us a Google link about it. Like, we don't know Donna it. Darby. We've done all that. And half no, hour later, Donna you're Darby. sending us we videos. How do we she was get on, She was uh, one of... Um, oh, shut up, you. We know this. She was this. in Connie Everett. And we she know did the videos this. for um, Huey Lewis and the News. No, not Huey Lewis. No, it was. wasn't. It Robert was Palmer. Robert Palmer. We know this. That was, we know that. Did you know she used to model for the uh, catalogue on the club store? Yes. Yes. Because I told you that. (laughs) Um, All right. Where did she have her food stall, Sean? She had a food stall just uh, down Green Lane where the the sweet stall used to be. Well done. Later. Yeah. Paul Nolan. Is that true? uh, no, 150 words be difficult, but here we go. Characters, uh, not words. Oh. Do we think Champions League is gone and will be Europa League? No, I don't think. I think we're still on for Champions League. Uh, Chelsea, um, as I was talking to a Tottenham fan, and I confused what football club he spoke about. I said, uh, you got a tough running, didn't you? He said, and you got to play like Leicester and Man City. And he went, no, no, no. And he said something. I went, oh, I forgot your Tottenham, innit? I keep forgetting. I'm looking up, not down. <laughs> he did laugh. He did chuckle. He said, how many years you've been waiting to say that to me? But anyway, few, uh, so I think we'll go. I think Champions League's still on. Yes. Yeah. Blimey. Sean, quick, super. Supercomputer says it's between us and the Scousers, whatever that is. Burnley quiz question. In which season did we record our Premier League double over them? Premier League double. This season. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking... We have done it, a double over them this season. Yeah, was it... No, yes, but when... Again, did we do it in 2010? I'll double get, over them. I think it was. Yeah, the, the, when we went... Went a few goals behind, didn't we? And then, and then we beat. We beat them. I don't know if there was a cup game. It was around that time we beat them five three, where we were five nil yeah. up, and they got it back to five three. But I can't remember if that was a cup game or not. I could be getting mixed up with that. And then, yeah, I don't know. Good question, Paul. Sean will Google it and tell us the answer. Don't worry. Yeah, uh, Jack. A couple of times, probably. Talking of needing to speed up, it's Jack Rush. Uh, evening gents what are your thoughts on Issa Diop (coughs) he's gone now he's had 80 prem appearances now and if anything has regressed would you take 10 to 15 million and reinvest in a young centre back well he is a young centre back though Jack I'm not sure I would to be honest I'm happy with him but he he makes a good point though with Oggy and Dawson ageing and Balbrenner leaving in the summer we need to invest in one centre-back this summer and perhaps promote uh, Alves, Baptiste or Elise. Four games left. Let's see what happens. Mm, Brady out. Brady out. Brady out. Uh, Ed Hughes has gone early. Thoughts on the upcoming transfer window? 
Oh, not yet. 111 million. Oh, right. Whoever Moyes wants in, out. Whoever Moyes wants, he goes. Uh, oh, that's his faults. So Ed's faults on the transfer window is to come in, whoever Moyes wants, to go out, whoever Moyes doesn't want. Moyes Zaya, we trust. Next up, it's that soul-singing superstar of the whole of Tenerife. It's Michael Levy Jr. Uh, let's hope he hasn't left his lead behind like he did the other day. Uh, Heil, he said, if you had the power to make any member of our squad injury-proof and 100% all of the time, who would you choose? Good question. We've never had anything like this. Yeah. He's gone for Antonio. Radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. Radio. I'll go on with him there. Yeah, I agree with him as well. Injury proof. I'd go Declan myself. Would you? He's pretty much injury proof. No, I know, but then it, you know, until some idiot opened their mouth up and and shown that he hadn't been injured and what a run of appearances he's had. Who was that? (sighs) Don't know, some idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I think you don't like me. <laughs> oh shit! Shut up, you idiot! It wasn't you, it was idiot. Me. You uh, good oh, evening, was it? chaps. Happy Amateur Day. Meant it was me. No, it was me. I was glad it was you. Uh, I certainly don't like you. Look in the mirror. Uh, Paul Sanders. This is the Colonel. He says he's an happy Amateur. He was impressed with our performance. Another one, though, with the exception of Diop, who worries me. He's not expecting anything. Happy to still be in the Umber Champions League. He has got a question. If Lanzini's potential CDM solution, what would you spend the cash that we probably earmarked for that position on? I don't think we earmarked. It doesn't work like that. Quickly. Can you do it quickly? How does it work then? Well, he knows how much he's got to spend on wages and down payments, and he works within a budget. But it's it's not like twenty million a year, thirty million. It just doesn't work like that, you know. He works within a budget of cash flow. How much cash can go out, right? He understands it. He's a proper manager. He understands that, you know. You, I know no one else likes me talking about wages, agents, fees, and everything else. But the, in the real world, back in the real world, not one of everyone's obsessed just about how much a, a player costs up front. That's not what they look at. They look at how much does he cost over a period of time? What wages is he going to cost? What's the agent fee? Can we put him in our budget? Right? That's the real world. Right, That's a go. short answer. That's how it works. Brady out. Brady out. Oh, by the way, the only reason I'm not saying Brady out this time is I wrote an article about Karen Brady, how she's a victim of social media. And someone came back into the article and said, you've got, (laughs) you've got a cheek, right? You, you talk about, you know, how it's vile and disgusting that she gets grief every week. And on your, on your podcast, you, 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 Shout abuse, Brady out at every Brady second. out. Is that abuse, son? How's that abuse, Brady out? So I'm giving her a week I off. I thought it was a Brady state out. of mind. Definitely. 
I haven't changed my view, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm having a week off from uh, joining oh, in. Took that spine out again of you. Um, no, I'm just saying. No, no, hang on a minute. All right. After this week, you're having a week. All off. right, jellyfish. I'm, I'm, it's it's it's, it's it's the week of social media abstinence, and 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 I'm joining in with my refraining from Brady out. Um, uh, well, if you're having in. a week of abstinence, whatever you do, don't go on Amazon United and post anything in praise of the owners, mate, because you'll see, you'll get, <laughs> I don't know what bloke done that, but my life, boy, did he get dogs abuse. Did he? Yeah. I did, and this is the thing I don't get is that if you, if you, if you defend the owners on there for anything, people Why actually question we're a West Ham fan. And, and you know, it's just, can I, I tell know. you a story, a quick story? Come on in. I'm not Max. a member of Hammers United, mm. right? And I wanted to know what was going on there. So I did apply to join a group. And, and to be fair, Paul Colborne came back to me and said, hello, Sean. Uh, really? <laughs> surprise. Yeah. yeah. You sure said, you want to join? <laughs> I'm surprised you want to join. You know, and I said, look, I don't, I don't agree with your aims, etc., but I'm a journalist, and I'm I'm trying to know oh, what goes on. You know, so why do you keep saying you're that? You're a fucking journalist. <sighs> fucking oh, hell. So anyway, um, I'm a fucking journalist. So I I I uh, I uh, he, he said, look, if you want to join, you can, but you've got to become a member. And I said, well, it'll be a bit hypocritical for me to become a member. Never stopped you I, in I the past. <laughs> I said I don't want to become a member of Hammers United, but I, I I do want to look what goes on in your group. And he said, "Well, the two things are linked," which is fair enough. So I respected his uh, his. So he didn't let you join. Well, I had to be. He said I could join if I became a member. Or used another I name. Said, anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> it's old Appy Chops himself, Stelios Kiriakou, another one whose glass is always half full, never half empty. A team by design or default, would Moyes have played that team if Noble was available? I'll tell you what, if there's a man, like the soul of a party, a really that, good isn't question. Isn't it? Dear Which is right quite dear. unusual for, for Stelios to come up with a good question, but he has got quite a good one there. Is he? Well, go on and answer it if you think it's good. Would I don't think, I think Noble would have played, quite simply. All right. Who cares? That's what I'll say. Next up yeah. is Lily Savage's brother, Darren O'Grady. He says, evening, gentlemen. The folks down out of town are supporting from Zunny, Zunny, Zunny? Sunny Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, dude. That's where they found Kurt Cobain's head. Lanzini looked like a diamond again yesterday. And Ben Rama finally started to look like the player we had heard about. Do you think we might have finally found another system? <laughs> Do you know what? That was very attack-minded, wasn't it? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. But Barry Meckles point up, obviously they're two Canadians having a chat. Uh, put, so that's where our son's gone. In Ontario, it's rained all week. Oh. Is it another system or is it just players with just a bit more forward momentum? Because that's what I seem to think. 
think the system might have been the same, but the players, let me get back to Noble here, um, you know, what Noble does, he just he doesn't pass the ball forward with pace or move with pace. And having more pacey players and players that pass the ball forward creates more attacking momentum. That's more openings, more shots. Mm. And if you look at Antonio, he's not exactly more deadly. If you look at um, Ben Rama, he still had the same mistakes that people criticising for, me being one of them. Mm. But it looks better. And it, it don't get me wrong, when you see the final sort of score, we didn't score as many or look as comfortable as we did with games with Noble in, not the games that we went three and up with. But I think people often just prefer to watch that. Mm. And it often, it feels better watching that. Yeah. 10 minutes I to finish. finish. All right. AI Sean now says, uh, I hope all those out of town has enjoyed Surrey Day. Did you enjoy it, Sean? I don't know what Surrey Day is. Proper well, Surrey it was a national didn't... day. I wished you a happy national day. Ah, it was It was I a real thing. I found it. I thought, well, that's a bit stupid, isn't it? So I thought I'd wish you a happy Surrey Day. Well, proper Surrey people don't celebrate Surrey Day. Come on. I don't know. All right. Nah. Uh, we need Penfold back this week. As AI Sean conducted a poll. Oh, by the way, that's you, Sean. Uh, as oh. AI Sean conducted a poll on the shocking news that Claret and Spew could well be found behind a paywall soon. When's that happening, Sean? Uh, that's not true, Hang though, on is minute. it? Hang on, on it. Hang on it's not minute. true. It won't be fine. You can pay to not get the adverts. So you can yeah, still correct. get it for free if you want yeah. to try. And, and, of course, if you download Adblocker, you get it for free anyway. Uh, the good news for Sean is that free It's not a paywall. Yeah, it's not a paywall, yeah. paywall. It's not. No, no. it's not pay, definitely not a paywall. Got a pay. It's like um, ITV player. You can buy ITV ad free. Yeah. It's an yeah. ad free site. Yeah. So the a adverts are like a wall. Yeah. And if <laughs> you want to pay to look behind that wall without looking at it, then all well and good. But the rest of us plebs either look at the wall and then peek over the top of it, the little crumbs we get, or we just Eight decide minutes. not to look. Um, he says the good news for Sean is that 3% of people will pay however much. It takes to continue reading CNH. The bad news is 97% will have to be paid to read CNH. And before Sean complains, this was statistically a high significant poll, given that four times the number of listeners of the podcast took part. So 32 people voted. And ninety six. Can I tell you an interesting? Can I tell you an interesting fact? Go on in. This month, uh, we're going to hit our hundredth million visitor in Clarence Hugh, which I think is a bit of a milestone. One hundred million visits. That's a coincidence, Sean. Why is that? Because this month I drew my one thousandth portrait. Wow! It's quite a milestone. And thus released my new range of portraits that are hero portraits. I mean, you great can get link, drawn. Great link. <laughs> was great. Was great link, wasn't it? You it get was. drawn with a West Ham hero, and it's presented in a handmade mount signed by the player in the hero portrait, mm-hmm. and with 
Father's Day coming up in 40-odd days without a fly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's got to be the ideal fly. I mean, he's so good. Nigel would buy one for his dad. That's how good that is. <laughs> <laughs> and he barely sees or, or, or what you do, people, is screenshot yourself from a picture that he's done where you're next to John Lyle and Billy Bonds and just... <laughs> I'll <laughs> <laughs> just use that as your screensaver. Yeah, <laughs> minutes. No, but these are physical ones signed by the player, touched by him. Oh, right. Yeah, that. but you can't. Ray Stewart <laughs> is the first. Unless you can available. dig Johnny Lowe up, mate. Yeah, ain't gonna happen. Exactly. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with the people who have passed, or you know. Well, I can actually. They're not very popular. It's strange because I'm also selling this week a. A lovely portrait called The Heroes, which are our three famous World Cup winners, each holding the trophy of our history. Now, that is a nice picture. It is. That's my favourite. That's my best one I've done. Only sell four. No, that's mad. There you go. Get them while they're hot. All right. Yeah. Last question. Save the best. How many of those 100 million visits were you over the last five or six years, Nigel? Oh, we're back to Clarence you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 the last, I mean, considering I did, I, 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 you did used to publish my stuff on I there. Think, yeah. Um, you haven't written for us for a long time, actually. Well, I, my, my sort of writing got a bit too contentious, if I'm rightly remember. Um, really? Even though I think I, I had one. I don't think we banned you, did we? I, I, we I don't think we banned you. Oh, listen, you banned me from the Facebook site and following the Twitter Yo. account. Yeah, yes. Well, that's Thank true. you. Right. So we go on ban. So it's a bit funny to have someone writing from who can't even go on the Facebook page to advertise. He wrote an article. Oh, I don't go on the Facebook page. I don't really no. do Facebook anymore. Well, you had anyway, that nutty on. woman doing it, didn't you? So anyway. Um, yeah. And uh, I think the. the, the, the uh, my, one article on Claret and You gave me more abuse than any other article I ever wrote. And do you oh, want to cool. know Which what that article was, was? It was the article I wrote on the Friday morning of August the 5th after the very first game at the Olympic Stadium. And Why did you get more grief about that than anything else? Because <laughs> I wrote, funny enough, how bad how the stadium was. was. Oh. No, how bad the stadium was. And Hugh did say to me, the problem is, Nige, you're like pissing on their parade and people don't like it. And it was on Facebook. You love pissing. Well, you do love pissing you know, on there parade. Was so you do many... like pissing. <laughs> don't, don't, don't drag your like bedroom tactics into the conversation, Sean. I, I <laughs> never. You did have golden showers, Nigel. Never. How you brought this into it? I didn't bring anything about that into it. Uh, right. So, anyway. Adam Levitt. How you doing, man? Asked a question. Four minutes. About season ticket cards. Yeah, I know. So, look, Adam, I just want to point out, I, I, I see what you asked. Throw me under the on, bus. On whatever. And I took it to Sean last week and I lied uh, about season ticket cards. And now the club have not thought this through. Who yeah. did they discuss this with? Did they talk to the disabled uh, about this? Did they talk to any old irons about this? 
because like my uncle has not got a smartphone, does not have a computer, does not have access to anything like that. How would he do it? So there's going to be no season ticket cards next year. I think the club should allow us, if we have to, even to pay a pound or a couple of quid to have the physical card. I'd I'd pay it. Yeah, I like a bit of no, physical. Collectors I don't want it. It ain't about collectors. Yeah. Well, it is with me because I do collect them. But what I'm saying is, it ain't about collectors. I'm. It's about having it. I don't want it on right, smartphone. Look, you did ask me this. Yes, no, I don't want you on. I smartphone. haven't asked. Um, I knew you I was hadn't away. Asked. Yeah, I was away. No, and, you weren't. And also you because didn't I texted you and said, "When are you at home?" All right, I and then you said, then. It's I'll do it. and "You wrote me up when you got home, so I made sure I wanted yeah, right. to actually." Use yeah, you did. Quality. You did. You did. You're right. right. Um, well, right. one more. Where's it gone? Is it about crypto? When had the crypto question this Is week? Is there a crypto question? Um, no, that makes by sense. the way, I've got to ask this one. Just... You ready? It's Nicholas Harvey. Evening, gentlemen. He's going to be brief this week. A great starting lineup. Even though I thought Nick had already asked a question. Maybe not. Yeah. I'm going to be brief this week. A great starting lineup from Moyes, showing he really wanted three points. Well deserved victory. Some great performances. Lanzini, four nails. Not heard four nails mentioned. I thought he had another brilliant game. Yeah, he did have a good game. Champions League, yes or no? We'll finish on this. Oh, what a thing to finish on. Champions League, yes or no? Yes. Len? If we can beat Everton. You've made it even harder for me now. You know, by the way, just to make this a bit harder for you, Chelsea play Man City, Leicester and Arsenal in their last four games. Do you know what, though? I think think Chelsea could be the best team in the league at the minute. Honestly. And they're going to beat Man City. Well, they could do. We'll see. Le- uh, Legion United beat him. I mean, I'm not digressing, but it was a yes or no answer. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Okay. Um, no. But I still think even if if we win three out of four, it could still be no with Chelsea. That's what bothers me. I'm going to say no. I'll fucking hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I will say... What do you say, Nigel? The dream is on. Yeah, yes. Good. I think we will win all four games. I think we will get 70 points. And I think we will finish above Chelsea. Wow. Jessica, oh, Jessica. I'd love to see Jessica that. could still be a, a, a West Ham fan. Let me ask you a, a quick question while I remember it. I was sorting out some With stuff. With that one minute, and, Sean. And I know we've got <laughs> everything else. I have got some London Stadium. Uh, you know I collected these. Um stewarding handbooks that have got all kinds of useful information. I've got about oh, yeah. three or four of them. Yeah. I was going to throw them out. Do you want no, them no, for no, your no, collection? Don't throw them out. Yeah, I'll have them. Yeah. Got various people's like director's mobile yeah. numbers no, and stuff. I'll have them. Do you know what right. I've got, which is quite funny? I don't know. If, does anyone from the club listen to this? Not really. Often. It don't matter. So we did a tour of the stadium. We've done, um, we took the all, uh, National Autistic Society Farrett branch took the kids remember, on a tour. Yeah. yeah. So when you go on a tour, they give you this like iPad type thing. So you can yeah. interactive tour. Yeah, you I kept ke- it. I kept mine, didn't give it back. 
Oh, <laughs> Nigel. <laughs> so, oh, dear. When you say an iPad. So thing. I found a charger. I can charge it up and do the tour in my shed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the London Stadium, though. Anyway, uh, predictions, I guess, is it? How are you doing on Super 6, by the way? <sighs> Giving up? Go on, do predictions. Are quick. I'll have a look, because people do ask. All right, um, predictions. Um, uh, Everton, uh, Len. We're at home, aren't we? Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a draw. Okay, fair enough. I'm going to... I'm going to nab the one nil win if you don't mind, Len. Yeah, you've knocked yourself out. Okay, brilliant. Generally Nigel does. Uh, I, f- I fancy us three one. Oh, Antonio. If we win with three games to go, having beaten Evan, man, the euphoria for. Oh families. yeah, I mean you've got you've got Brighton who who are relegation. The, the, uh, well, uh, we've never but... beat in the Premier League era. Yeah. Uh, then we've got West Brom. Yeah, yeah. Who, who will Fat be relegated shots. by then. Then we've got um, Southampton who at home, which hopefully we're going to, which have had a pretty yeah, awful yeah, season. You know that's the game we lose to miss out on Champions League yeah, football. You know that, don't you? Yeah. It doesn't sound good. Because the crowds are back there. <clears> anyway, right. what's your prediction? I just did it 3 1. Oh, you did say 3 1. Sorry. Super mine six. Like a slip. Super six. Right. No wonder you asked for a start. Why? As if you don't <coughs> know. What? Shall I read out the top four? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes. So, in fourth spot is Kevin Birchall on 4 2 What? Top four, yeah. I said. Who's fifth? Samantha Cooney on four one nine. Who's sixth? Also on four one nine. He's Penfold. <laughs> so I had a low scoring week as well. Yeah, not as low as me. Um Why? You forgot to do it. No, I did it. <laughs> I made it worse. Um, oh really? Yeah. Kevin, well, you can't get minus figure. No. Kevin Birchall's on four two eight. So he's nine ahead of you, Sean. Yeah, I know. Paul Thornton Chocolates is on four three one in third spot. Only one point win. above. Now, I'm not saying this would be a great person to win for me. Because in second spot is Nick Irons. And I hope that's your real last name, Nick, on four three two. Four points clear with about three or four weeks to go. I think it's only three weeks ago, is Clive Selden on 4-3-6. Still all to play for. We're still doing ABS. But I live in hope. Come on, Sam Cooney. You can do it, Gil. How many in the league? Uh, 71. More than, oh, really? more, more than 34. <laughs> Because I'm 34. <laughs> yeah, I'm... I only scored two points this week. Oh, but I still moved up from sixth to fifth place. Yeah, I'm, I'm seventy points. It was a hard Sean. one this week. The, the only thing I'd say about this season, and I'm not making excuses, people, is that it's only been one Premier League game a week, and the rest has been the Championship. And in the Championship, anyone can beat anyone. 
So that's my excuse. I'm I, mean, I, have to a, it. I have a, I have a, I have a, you know, strategy though. Oh, we know that. I noticed though, old made Miriam copied you the other week with that strategy. Did he? Yeah. With the old one nil. Just one nil. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, we, we're well over two hours. Um, are we done for the week? Suppose so. Uh, Permission to leave, sir. Position granted. Yeah. I've been Sean. Nigel has been... Arguing with Virgin Media. Did you win? I did. And Len has thought about what he's going to say, and he has been... Yeah. Dealing with heroes. There. Come on, you irons. Bye. Back next week. We're a full crew, maybe. And a current player. Thomas Suchek, Potato Salad King. And Hammer He's on next week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.